Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is the, the Leader of Men podcast. It's your boy, Zay. Um, and it's always an honor. Um, and I'm speaking about God. When God is using me to, to motivate, to encourage uh, young and old men, which is my mission. Uh, my mission, my mission statement for this podcast that I created uh, was to be used by God to be a vessel. I know some us men... I just was thinking and dwelling like we're falling off and we need God, we need God's word. And I know I listen to pod, we listen to podcasts. I know there's podcasts, podcasts out there um, on in different um, in, in various forms, rather is it's godly uh, podcasts or not. But these are some things that that I can can say that we listen to. And it sticks with us. Like we listen to it and it sticks with us. So I just asked my uh, agenda is definitely like to motivate, to motivate, to remind that some people need a reminder um, of of what God says and and, and wants from us motivation because some people need that. And I definitely want to encourage in that way and in that way for sure. So. Um, I just want to get pray. I want to pray before we get started. And this is podcast number six. This is lucky number six, man. And I'm I'm so thankful, thankful, uh, thankful to God for that. I wouldn't be able to to be here to keep producing consistently if it wasn't for God uh, putting that bug in my ear. So I just want to thank. God and also thank my listeners as well. So before we get started, I definitely, most certainly, love to love to pray first before we do anything. So, so Father God, I just thank you for just bringing us here today for for being like the absolute and the in all be all, Father God, that we need in our lives. We thank you. For the work that you're doing in our lives, Father God, for the the breakthrough that is coming um, in the lives of men and in our families, because you have called men to lead, you have called men to to renounce demonic forces, you called men to bind and loose demonic forces in their lives, Father God, that keeps and continuously to to wreak havoc. So, Father God, strengthen us, Father God, because we know that. You are with us. We ask for your strength. We ask for your your mighty power so that we can live the life righteously. Live our lives righteously. To live in right standing with you. That's what righteousness is. So we just thank you. Give me wisdom today. Give us a word today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So like the this podcast number six. This is, this is going to be from a snippet. Cause I just, I want to definitely teach this again because there's going to be people who haven't heard this. Um, so I just did a sermon uh, this past Sunday um, in the ministry that I'm in at, at church. And I feel like this this one was, was very important, especially not just the things I was saying, but like in the way we see God like in relationship with God, I, I know one thing I mentioned to the teenagers was that I know that we see God as just a, a father, our heavenly father, obviously. And that's first and foremost what he is. 
But I was bringing, I wanted to bring forth the aspect, the perspective of looking to God, not only as a friend, I mean, not only as a a father, but as a friend. That's secondary to being a father. God wants us, wants to be friends. He wants to build that best friendship uh, with us. And, and that's definitely, definitely, definitely what I want. And so I definitely mentioned the book, of, uh, the book of Psalms, um, and how David was God's best friend in Psalm 63. But before that, um, I just want to, especially men, like if this isn't the friends you have or the best friend that you want, you call your best friend, if they don't carry this, if this is not what explains them, you might want to, you know, do some evaluations, let some people go, or just have those tough and, and critical conversations with people who are your, who are your friends now. So, here are some traits of like a best friend. Real traits. The best friend is honest with you. They have your best interest at heart. You know, of course, person you have the people or the person you have fun with have fun and laugh with you so they support you someone who who gifts you gives you gifts they're always there for you ups and downs they listen to you they never condemn you they know a lot of wrong things that you've done wrong but they don't condemn you because they don't see you for for what you've done but they see you for the potential that you have that you can be your authentic self a real best friend man they trust me they are your ancestor and that means that they pray for you they're constantly in prayer for you they're your prayer warrior especially in tough times that you may be going through that won't allow you to pray like you don't see any strength in praying you don't have any strength to pray but the intercessor your best friend you're supposed to be an intercessor they'll help pick up where you are lacking because they love you because they care for you best friends encourage you not no best friend should ever say discouraging words to you it's either honest or and and or encouraging because friends build each other up and encourage and educate and edify and things of that nature they push you if you don't have a best friend that's pushing you to be all that you can be i know that we can we can uh, succumb to laziness um, and being stagnant and things like that when we don't have a best friend or even anyway but for this for the context of this, this podcast a best friend that pushes us that can be all that we can be and a best friend they doesn't love you on condition they don't they don't love you based on how you act they love you unconditionally doesn't they don't give up on you so I just wanted to say uh fellas like if this doesn't describe your best friend I think you need to give whoever that friend is I need to have a talk on what the expectations are or you need to really let them go i explained to them how how god presented my wife as that how she was like a, a, a best friend first like we did things together we traveled we cooked we we do all these things together um, and how you know I, I i miss my best friend at some point how uh, my past is never the thing that that hangs that hangs over my head 
not my past flaws or the person that I used to be. But I, I definitely mentioned uh, I used my wife to be my best friend first and foremost. Um, opening up my eyes to those things uh, about myself, being truthful, being honest, and just you know, just giving adoration and, and thanking God of how I was able to marry my best friend. So in Scripture, um, in in Psalm sixty three one through six, David. King David, that is, he he tells, he writes about his best friend, which is God. So it says in, in verse one, oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and I gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself how I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you. I meditate on you through the night. Now, one thing I learned about that is that the reading that you see David's desperateness uh, for God and, and to be in God's presence just as you or anyone or even myself would want to be in the presence of our best friend of how we see them how we view them uh, we give like honor to them for, for all that they are to us so David he showed his desperateness for God he, especially using words like I earnestly I earnestly seek you I thirst for you, my whole body longs for you, and that that reminded me of that time where, um, if anyone listening now has ever played football, especially like in high school, you was introduced to two a days, where two a days is is getting the football team ready for for football camp that will be coming up, which is the camp that happens before the season starts, and to see where they are to, uh, to toughen them up, and then the summer man, everyone knows that it's scorching hot. And the football field has no trees, so therefore is no shade. And I used to be very thirsty for the thirsty, hungry, um, thirsty for a break, for them to tell us that we're going on a break. I know waiting for a break literally during uh, during two-a-days and football, two-a-day football practices, like, man, it's like it took forever for them to give us a break sometime. But I was very desperate. And David's desperateness for God that is here in Psalm 63, um, especially due to the things that he was saying and phrases that he used. David, he was desperate. I was just how I was thirsty for water during those football practice. David was desperate for God's presence. And David knew that in God's presence, he had joy. Anything that was a burden to him, it was lifted and he experienced true freedom. And the word meant in the word says and promises that wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And David, King David, that is, mind you, being in that position of power of being a king came with big responsibilities. But David knew that when he was in God's presence, when he prayed, when he was in prayer constantly, when he was, when he was in worship and when he was reading his word, he experienced freedom. 
So one thing I want you to get, man, is that when you are constantly in prayer, when you, you remember you had prior to that, you got to be thirsty for God's presence. You got to be thirsty to hear from him. You got to be thirsty to to really let God take control and ownership of your life. That when you want to be in his presence, the, these three things, it, it heightens that. It sometimes even make the process come quicker, like being in prayer and worshiping God and reading the word on a daily basis. We would experience real and true lasting freedom. A second point I got from, from reading Psalm 63 is that they with David, life wasn't worth living without God just as life isn't life isn't worth living vacation isn't worth going without any of our best friends coming with us right and life wasn't worth living without God David said your love is better than life it's better than life you fully satisfied me the Lord fully satisfied David and David I have to remind you guys man he's the king He's the most powerful man in the world. He has everything. He has mansions and horses. He has the flyest clothes. He has millions in his bank account. Never bank account never going on negative. He has tons of followers on Biblegram, which was the Instagram from uh, back in Bible times. He has everything that the world had to offer him. But mind you, he still wasn't satisfied. He still wasn't satisfied with being offered the things and want to be satisfied from from the world because you got to remember that the world can never satisfy you and although David had everything most people worship themselves and we know that he knows that but he knew he also knew that when we worship God and that when he worshiped God that he would experience the satisfaction of life that's why he worshiped God every day. And you can read Psalms and it's things that, and you can see the proof from Psalms 1 all the way to the end of Psalms that, man, David was a worshiper. He always had a thankful heart. And that is what I want to imitate as the man, as I'm growing spiritually mature. That's what I want to imitate. I want to imitate David being desperate for God and being in his presence and wants to experience that satisfaction. And remember, this is the same David that, that slayed Goliath. He wasn't timid at all by any means. But what made him so much stronger is that he was a worshiper of God. And, and men, like I spoke before in a podcast not long ago. We have to use our voices. We have to sing praises to God. Like we sing any other song, whether it's hip hop, whether it's R&B, we sing everything else. But we have to get into a, a, a motion of singing praises to God. Remember, we are alive. Each day we wake up, that calls for celebration. Not to live aimlessly, but that calls for celebration in such a way that that we we know God still has a plan and purpose for us. And the third point is that God was David's best friend. And, and just as our friends give us wisdom and anything they tell us for a situation, we kind of meditate on it so we can act and, and make uh, 
a decision on, right? David said in verse 6 of Psalm 63, 1 through 6, that I meditate on you all night long. And David prayed. He sung songs to God. He read his Bible before going to sleep. David wanted to know God personally and experience him more and hear from him more. And God was David's best friend because, remember, mind you, your best friend, and this is the traits of a best friend, God was honest. God had had David's best interest at heart, of course, through his plan and purpose. And God gave David purpose. That's why God was David's best friend. That's why God was David's best friend. And I come to you today because I'm not perfect. I still have to ask and, and be desperate for God's presence. Because before Christ, I had Christ in my life, man. My life was a hot mess. But now I have freedom from the past, being and being desperate for God's presence, being in this presence, allowing God to, to, to live in me and, and change me from the inside out. And I told before in the first podcast, now I have freedom from being a slave to sin. And since God's presence is so strong and his blood is even stronger, that's why I praise and worship. That's why I pray every day so that I can hear from God. Man, I don't want to go any day without hearing from God. That's one of my daily prayers. One is God give me wisdom for each and every area and aspect of my life. And God, I want to be in your presence. I want to also hear from you, Father. I want to hear from you, Father. And that's why I know life isn't worth living without God. Because I know that a life without God keeps me in those same sinful patterns that I used to be a slave to. That's why I know that a life without God, if I don't have God, I'm very prone to being in that deep depression that I was in. As I remember back in 2012, that whole year, I was just depressed. I wasn't myself. And I know that a life isn't worth living without God. That's why I know I'm I'm fiending for God. I need him. I'm desperate for God because I know a life without God leaves me empty. And a world can never fill me up like my best friend God can. That's why God is my road dog. God is my bestie. God is my road dog. God is my bestie. And I told you that my wife is my best friend. And that she is. My wife is my best friend. And I thank God for it. But God is number one. Because if I didn't get in a personal relationship with God, I wouldn't be able to be the husband and leader of my household, the leader of her that God has called me to be. Because before God, I know I was all jacked up. God has given me a purpose-driven life. God has given me wisdom. Anytime I ask without rebuking, without hesitation, God provides the Holy Spirit. He provides me the ultimate cheat code. The Holy Spirit who will lead me to living a life, walking in God's good, pleasing, and perfect will for my life. So men, whether you are young or old, my point is that the world can never satisfy you. The world can never satisfy you. And just as like, the richest athletes, the richest, which you ever you see from from rap artists, hip hop artists, and R&B artists, those things, they have everything. But just how, how you see when people go through drug overdoses and all these other things, and, and they're famous, they have a whole bunch of money, they have tons of money, they remember they're in Hollywood and things like that, etc. right? 
They have everything that the world can offer them, but they still aren't satisfied because they don't have that close best friendship with God. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Like the material things, and lastly, the material things would never be able to satisfy you. The material things of this world, money, sex, food, fame, fortune, status, and, and followers, it would never satisfy you. It would never satisfy your soul. Only God can satisfy you. And I want you to get into a, a place of, of belief in that and a faith in that. I want you to also know that we were created to worship God. We weren't called to worship ourselves and, and other idols and how we look and clothes and etc. We were created to worship God. And when we don't worship God, something will always be missing from our lives. And when we worship It brings us peace and it brings us joy. And God is a great friend, man. It's crazy. And this word he promised us. He gave us the what what he really wants and desires from us. From his friends, from his people that that follow him, from the people that love him. God in John 10, 10 says, my purpose to give them. A rich and satisfying life. So please, man. If you don't do anything. Even if you're feeling lonely. If you're trying to look for the right friends. And maybe you don't have them. You want to surround yourself around some good people. The first thing I need you to do. Is build relationship with God. A close relationship with God and make him your best friend because that's the only way that you would experience satisfaction that's the only way you'll experience satisfaction so that's just a snippet from a sermon I just did this past Sunday but I hope that can resonate and hope that was some words of wisdom from someone Hope it was a conviction from God for someone. But but before we close out, I just want to pray. Father God, we just thank you for your wisdom, for your wise counsel, for your word, for you not only wanting us to see you as a a, a father and and forgive some of us because we see you as a father, but we're still scared, a heavenly father. We're still scared to ask you for things for what the answer might be, just as we do our earthly fathers and our earthly mothers but help us secondary secondary to seeing you as our our father just as you have explained to us father god help us in a second way see you as a friend where we can open up to you we can be our complete selves because you know if you know the things that we're going through you know
Father, forgive us of our sins. Continue to show us the way, the way that we need to walk and help us to see you as a best friend. So we give you all the glory, honor, all the praise in Jesus name. Amen. I'll be back to you guys next week for episode seven.